We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Go, go, go. Brian Baldinger. Take a bow. That's right. NFL analyst for the NFL Network in Fox Sports. I think for the first time, I feel like they got a real coach and a real quarterback. Odyssey NFL Insider. You're seeing the development of a real quarterback. While he's developing, he's entertaining as hell. I watch this quarterback play. I think there's a bright, bright future in Chicago. Host of Baldy's Breakdown. Seems to be some controversy about Lane Johnson moving early. Like some guys just have a fast twitch. Ball's definitely moving, and Lane's moving at the same time. I mean, that's what we're looking at right there. Brian Baldinger with Mully and Haw. Oh, this is awesome. On 670 The Score. Mully and Haw, Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. We're joined by Odyssey NFL insider Brian Baldinger, host of the Odyssey original podcast in the huddle with Jason LaConfora and Carl Dukes covering the entire NFL. And he joins us now on, as all guests do, on the score hotline brought to you by Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. Good morning, Brian. How are you? Good morning, guys. Uh, I'm doing great. It's good to be with you. Thank you. Yeah, we're uh, we're pumped up. Um, I guess the rumor today is that Tom Brady finally did uh, – Retire. I know he retired last year. Um, so every time Tom retires, we're unsure if he's really retired. And, you know, the whole San Francisco thing makes a ton of sense, just given the uh, the injury situation out there and the way they have everything lined up. Is Tom retired in your mind? Do you think he's done it? I mean, he's gone forever, 46 years old. Yeah, I think he's done forever. Um, I know last year was kind of a false alarm. Um I think they had a coaching change and maybe one more run at it with uh, some pretty good players. But I I think this is it. I mean, he's got a nice job waiting for him at Fox. He's had a lot of changes in his own life. Uh, That final game was not a good performance by his standard. I think that's really what it comes down to is I I think he tried really hard this year. I saw him against San Francisco. They couldn't move the ball all day long. He was horrible against Cincinnati. I think what happens to – you know, players that want to be, you know, not want to be, but are labeled as the GOAT or at that, you know, at that sort of uh, standard. When you can't meet that standard anymore and you look in the mirror and you're being honest with yourself, you go, why do I want to keep doing this if I can't keep playing at a Super Bowl winning standard? I think, I think that's really what it is right now with him. I've seen it with other great players, Jerry Rice, some other guys that are legendary, that they just can't play at that level anymore. And I think that's really... Uh, what's behind all this today? You can relate to this as an ex-player, Brian, but he's making the decision and announcement on February 1st. How binding and how different might he feel 
on June 1st or as training camp begins in August 1st and then maybe as the season begins and he's in the booth watching players and he thinks that he could be the, the answer to the 49ers or who, whatever the case may be, it, it, it just seems like I'll believe it when Tom Brady's still in the booth at Thanksgiving. <laughs> okay. All right. No, I mean, I understand that. But, I, you know, I remember Troy Aikman telling me that, uh, you know, he was in the booth his first year out. And uh, he retired early. I think he was 34 years old when Troy, right. his body was just given out on him. And, you know, he, he's doing a game and the Eagles have injuries at quarterback. I don't know, Donovan McNabb, whatever it was, there was a major injury in Philadelphia. Andy Reid was a coach and he called Troy and said, Hey, do you want to, you want to come out of the booth and come play? And Troy really thought about it. I mean, it was, you know, it was an honor. It was a good team. Uh, he knew he could still play and he declined. And I think that's what will happen to Brady. I'm sure he, he still you know, whether it's San Francisco, I'm sure somebody's going to, like, pick up the phone and call him and say, are you sure about this? I think he's sure about it. I, I really do. Not just because Fox is making this grandiose offer to him. Um, not everybody gets, you know, the, the, the golden road treatment that, you know, Tom's going to get leaving, leaving the game. But I, I just think that it's, it's just time. And I, and I think he knows that. And I don't think he's going to be swayed this time. I, you know, the statistic that jumps out at you, Tom has 35 career playoff wins, which yeah. is which is more than 27 franchises currently in the NFL. Yeah. Good guy. No, I mean, look, the, the, the records and the stats and all that stuff, I mean, you could write books on it. You could fill up chapters. Um, but I think this is uh, – I mean, I just look, uh, we, we had a great time watching Tom, you know, just – transition and go through, you know, leave New England, go to Tampa in a pandemic year and win. And But I think one of the issues is, you know, his center was uh, was 22 years old, 23 years old this year, Robert Hainsey. Like, I don't know how much, you know, and, and teams have to be young. I mean, the oldest quarterback in the final eight when we got to the division round this year was Dak Prescott. He was 29 years old. You look at this, you know, these quarterbacks in this Super Bowl coming up, they're young guys. Jalen is young. He's 24 years old. I mean, it's it's a young man's game. Tom knows that, and he defied all logic and time. But at some point, you know, are you really relating to your 23-year-old center or your 24-year-old wide receiver? Um, you know, because they're just we're, we're, they're from a different generation, and they, they do things different. And, and I don't know that you can build the same type of relationships that you did with Gronk or you did with some other players or coaches, um, you know, during his, during his time. Those realities also true for Aaron Rodgers because he may be at an age and stage of his life where he has a hard time relating to younger wide receivers, younger teammates. Do you expect him to be back next season? It won't surprise me if he walks away. It really won't. I mean, um, he gave it his best shot this year. But even though even this year, like, I look, he wasn't there in the offseason, and he needed to be there in the offseason. Right. But if somebody – you can't really fault him for not being there if he's out in Hawaii or South America and he's, you know, taking advantage of his youth and his time and, and, and his money, like, you can blame him. But at the same time, you know, he had rookie receivers there this year. They needed time with him. They didn't get it. And it might be the same if, I don't know, the New York Jets have Garrett Wilson and Emmanuel. Uh, you know, like, they've got all these young players there. Brees Hall. Like, they need a quarterback there every day to build timing with, the way I saw Troy Aikman building with Michael Irvin back in the day at Valley Ranch. Like, you know, is he willing to do that? And that, you know, if I was a general manager and I was interested in maybe Aaron Rodgers for the next two years, like, that would be a demand I would make from him. We got a young roster. We have young players. 
We're bringing you in here. We want to go for it, but we need you here every day. And is Aaron going to, like, submit to that? I'm not sure that he would. I'm curious, uh, Baldy, when you look at this Super Bowl and the and the two teams that got there and the way that uh, that San Francisco kind of ran out of gas and, um, you know, both guys kind of injured you know, to, to various degrees. I didn't – you know, if you had told me that uh, – that the uh, that that uh, Gardner Minshew was going to close the game and that Jalen Hurts wasn't going to throw a touchdown, I'd have thought something seriously wrong had happened. But it was all part of a glorious victory. What? Uh, where are these quarterbacks at? How healthy is uh, is either guy going to be? I mean, you know, it's a difference between a guy hopping around and a guy that uh, you worry about his arm strength. Well, I think Jalen's going to be fine. I mean, he got hurt against Chicago. Yeah. Uh, Gibson, you know, fell on top of him. And, I mean, honestly, I think Jalen really believed that he separated his shoulder when he first hit the ground. And when they found out it wasn't separated, like it was like a breath of, okay, we're going to be okay. Well, you know, he keeps kind of hinting that, you know, I'm not okay, but I'm not going to not play either. Right. You know, and so, you know, he made, you know, he missed some go balls the other day uh, against San Francisco that he'd been making all year. You wonder if that's part of it. Um, I do think he's going to get a good chance to rest here before Super Bowl Sunday. And I think Mahomes proved, you know, all the way to the final play and his scramble for a first down and getting hit out of bounds to put him in field goal range that he's going to be just fine. And no matter what, you know, percent his high ankle sprain is, um, he's going to gut it out and play. And it might get weak as as the game goes on like it did on Sunday, but it's not really going to make any difference to him. He's just the, uh, you know, he's the ultimate competitor. And so, and both of them are. And so they're kind of defined by their competitiveness. And so whatever percent they're at is what they're going to be at. And what we've seen from both teams is both teams have really rallied around their quarterbacks um, during these injuries. And they've picked up their games. I mean, the Chiefs had four four rookies in the secondary playing against maybe the best quarterback in the league and the best tandem of receivers in the league, and they did just fine. So I think everybody rallied around uh, their quarterbacks because of the nature of the leadership abilities that they have. Which defensive game wrecker is going to have the biggest impact on the Super Bowl, Hassan Reddick or Chris Jones? Well, I mean, Chris Jones is going to be a factor, but he's also going to go up against the best offense line that he's gone up against all year. So I, he might get neutralized. The thing with Philadelphia is, you know, Hassan might um, get slowed a little bit, but he's got five other guys that are more than capable of getting to the quarterback, and they like to play a five-man defensive line. And all of them can win, whether it's Javon Hargrave or Josh Sweat or Fletcher Cox or, you know, you pick a guy, Brandon Graham. I mean, all of them get to get to the quarterback. So you might want to go double Hassan Reddick. It could be a good idea. The 49ers kind of wish that they had done that. <laughs> but, um, you know, the other guys are going to win. And so the Eagles are built to, uh, you know, they're just built really, really well in the trenches. And I think that will be the difference on Sunday. Yeah, you know, it's going to be a, a lot of fun to watch that game and to to see these two teams. The The line moved like crazy. You know, they, they had, uh, I believe, Kansas City as the favorite, and that lasted like 20 minutes. Everybody just jumped on the Eagles and, and took advantage of that line. I think the Eagles are minus one and a half now. Yeah, I'm not, I haven't really paid much attention to that. Um, you know, I hope it's a one and a half point game. I hope it's, you know, Right. Nip and tuck. I mean, I'm just watching it as a fan, uh, you know, on Super Bowl Sunday. So I hope it's really close and it comes down like we did last year, maybe to the final drive and 
puts the ball in these two quarterbacks' hands, good things are usually going to happen. But um, regardless, I mean, I just think just I live in Philadelphia. I've seen this team. Like, I, I see these players a lot. And I've seen the way this team has been constructed. And Andy Reid knows what he's up against. And it's just going to take maybe one of the greatest days of Mahomes' life, I think, for the Chiefs to win this game. And so the Eagles – they, they, that defense reminds me of the 85 Bears to some degree. You know, they don't have, you know, Singletary and, um, you know, a couple of guys. But, I mean, they, they are built the right way to, to win these kind of games. Brian, given your vantage point there in Philly, how, would, how do you explain the quick evolution of Nick Sirianni from a guy who was introduced and, you know, didn't inspire a lot of confidence on day one, and here he is two years later in the Super Bowl on the verge of winning it? Uh, a couple things. I mean – First of all, Nick is a really good football coach. His dad's a coach. His brother coaches at Washington Jefferson. His other brother is a high school. I mean, he comes from a whole family of coaches. That's all he ever knows. He was on a basically a coaching golf vacation when the Eagles decided to bring him in to interview him. He didn't even have a, a suit jacket or slacks or anything. He came off the golf course and went and interviewed with him. So that's one. Number two, he is an absolute stickler on the fundamentals of the game. And that's what they harp on every single day in practice. And it shows up in the game. He is very um, innovative in a lot of the play calling, a lot of the designs, all their short yardage plays this year, the, the, all of the, the permutations off their short yardage and goal line plays are really smart designs. Other teams are copied them. And then I don't think there's any coach in any sport. I don't care, hockey, basketball. I haven't seen a coach in any sport have as much fun as Nick Sirianni. His press conferences are fun. Um, he's comfortable in front of the media. Uh, you know, he kind of tells it like it is. He's not just a – one of these guys that just puts his long face on going, I hate doing this, but I got to do it. So I'll get through it. It's not him. Like, and he's got a great staff. I mean, Jeff Stoutland is as good offense line coach as there is in this league. Shane Steichen is proven. I mean, he's got a really good staff around him that teaches the game. So I think all those things kind of add up. Great stuff, Baldy. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. Thanks, Brian. Yeah, my pleasure, guys. That, have, a good, have a good time. Enjoy the game. You too, buddy. That was Odyssey NFL insider Brian Baldinger. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.